Welcome to Lone Star Latter-day Saint Voices, a podcast dedicated to conversations with members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints right here in North Texas. I'm your host, Eric Egan. Our guest on this episode is John Barnard, who serves with his wife as managers of the Carrollton Bishop Storehouse and Home Storage Center. Welcome, John. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate the, the opportunity to do this. Well, let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what's brought you to this point in your life. Uh, I grew up in Roy, Utah, and uh, out of high school, I joined the Army during the Vietnam War era. I was in uh, Special Forces for a while, and then later in the Utah and California National Guard. Uh, eventually went to BYU, got an accounting degree, and I worked for Exxon for 30 years. And I returned, return, retired from Exxon uh, a few years ago. Uh, it took me all over the world. Uh, probably the most exciting part of that is we spent nine years in Hong Kong. Uh, we've been in uh, the Lantana Ward in the Louisville Stake uh, for about three years now. We had lived here once before. We lived in the Flower Mound area about 20 years ago. Uh, we were familiar with the area, and we were very happy to come back. I've got uh, children and grandchildren in the area. That's what brought us back here. Recently, I guess within that last three years or so, you received a call to serve in the Bishop Storehouse? Yeah, uh, it's almost been almost exactly two years ago, uh, President Cannon uh, called my wife and I to serve in the Bishop Storehouse. Uh, it's been uh, probably my, my favorite calling. Uh, I've served in a lot of different positions, including a, a Bishop of Award, but this has probably been the most rewarding for me. And to be able to serve alongside your wife. Oh, it's absolutely been a pleasure. In most of our callings, because of priesthood responsibilities, we don't get the chance to work with our wives, but this has been a joy. As managers of the Bishop Storehouse and Home Storage Center, what are your responsibilities? We have responsibility over the welfare facility in Carrollton. That's the Home Storage Center, the Bishop Storehouse, the Employment Center, and the Family Services Center down there. Uh, so we we have responsibility over the entire facility to make sure that everything runs properly. Uh, we also have uh, the responsibility to uh, make sure that we have the products that we need to, to sell in home storage and to uh, uh, give out in the Bishop's storehouse. Uh, we, it's, it's been uh, just a wonderful challenge for us. I'm not really a, a uh, engineering type. I was a financial guy during my career. So keeping all the equipment running has been a, a bit of a challenge for us. You mentioned uh, making sure you have all the, the food and necessary supplies and so forth. Is that something that you proactively order from the church or do they send things on a, on a regular schedule? The way that works is the church has a wonderful inventory system. And uh, depending on our needs, they send us a, a in normal times, we get a truck or two a month, uh, 18-wheelers that uh, that we unload and we put into the warehouse, and that keeps us supplied. Uh, more recently, we've had a lot more deliveries because of demand. Yeah, I can imagine. In fact, we'll want to talk about that. But under normal circumstances, uh, the, the Bishop Storehouse in, includes the opportunity for members in need uh, upon referrals from their bishop to go and essentially shop or to fill their order in the store there, correct? That is correct. Uh, our job is to fill whatever order, whatever a bishop approves. Uh, we have no say in what a, 
a patron might receive uh, whatever a bishop approves. We, we put in their basket and help them take it out to the car. And then in the home storage center, any member of the church or any individual is able to come up there and buy items for their food storage. Exactly. About uh, probably a third or more of our customers are not members of the church. Uh, people who live in the North uh, Texas area that come in and, and buy food supplies. Well, under normal circumstances, I can imagine uh, it's a pretty busy place and a, a busy responsibility for you and your wife. Now we're in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic. How have things changed? Well, let me give you a baseline and then we can go from there. In a normal week, we would probably serve around 120 families. So about you know, roughly 500 people, we, we would uh, give them the, uh, the supplies they need for two weeks. Uh, that, and, and just to give you an idea what that means, is we're open on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. People come into the storehouse on those days, and that's about half of what we do. The other half is we serve, a, the total area is about 30 stakes. And that takes us north into Oklahoma, uh, east into, uh, right into the border of Louisiana, west out past, out past Weatherford, and south down to Waco. And uh, once every two weeks, we send a truck out to East Texas, and the other, the other week, we send one to West Texas. And we uh, put anywhere between, we serve anywhere between 50 and 80 families a week in those areas. Uh, it's, a, it's a giant responsibility. Uh, we take it very seriously, and it, we, we hold it uh, as a, a sacred responsibility. And so that's under normal circumstances, right? And, and now things have changed. Yeah, once, I guess about a month ago, when the, the uh, stay-at-home orders went in place, uh, the orders at the storehouse uh, literally quadrupled. Uh, we mm -hmm. went from, on a normal day, say on a Tuesday, we would have uh, 15 or 20 orders. where We were getting as many as 80 orders a day in the storehouse. And, uh, and our orders going to east and west also, they, they about doubled. And uh, probably more important than that is we also uh, put together humanitarian orders that go out to other organizations uh, that uh, church members are supporting, other food pantries normally. And those humanitarian orders we went from basically one or two a month to we've already had uh, 10 this month. So they've increased dramatically. Do those humanitarian donations tend to be food or other supplies? Almost always food, and uh, most of these humanitarian orders that we're putting out now are related to uh, uh, feeding uh, children. Uh, now that they don't have the school programs to uh, lean on, they, the uh, food pantries in different areas need a lot more food to, to process those families. So with the volume quadrupling with very little notice, you mentioned earlier that the church's inventory system were you able to try to get out ahead of that so that there is enough food to supply these individuals with? The, the answer to that is most of the time. Uh, occasionally, we might have to wait for a truck to come in before we can fill an order. But we never go more than a week or two without being able to fill a humanitarian request. We normally have about uh, four months supply in our warehouse. Uh, but now they're, they're building it up so that we'll have six months supply. Uh, it's, it's been a, we've 
we've had a lot of trucks and there's a lot of unloading going on. <laughs> you have an opportunity in this calling, which which sounds like a very temporal calling, but to to actually help individuals who are in great need. What does that feel like for you guys? Uh, for me personally, I don't think there's any experience better. Uh, there are two or three different kinds of people who come into the storehouse. Uh, you know, you have the, the typical family that, that someone just lost a job. They're just coming on uh, hard times and they need a little bit of assistance. They come into the storehouse. They normally feel guilty for being there. And it's it's a real pleasure for us to welcome them in, help them help them through the process and then make sure that they know that they're, they're welcome there and that we we love helping and, and the, the church loves helping those kind of people. We also have a lot of people who come in who are uh, long-term recipients. They literally cannot provide for themselves for various reasons. And again, the church has been very kind, very gracious to help those people. And we're very happy. To, uh, it's, it's Some of them we, we make very close friends with because we say, see them every couple of weeks. It's, it's good to see them. Normally, those patrons are able to go right into the bishop storehouse, and you're able to help them through the store there. But with social distancing in place now, how has that changed? Well, there's been a lot of changes. Uh, again, a little bit of background. Uh, before the COVID-19 problem, we had uh, uh, anywhere between 12 and 15 senior missionaries serving on each shift in the bishop storehouse. Uh, because of the, the problem we're going through, those senior missionaries are in high-risk categories, so they can't serve there anymore. So they've been asked to go home. In fact, my wife and I can't be there during uh, during a shift, uh, so we have to manage a shift from from afar. Uh, we have had uh, a wonderful, wonderful volunteers. Uh, President Cannon has been incredibly helpful in making sure that we have all the volunteers that we need to come in and help us. These are normally young people who are out of school right now because of the COVID-19 problem. And so we have about 20 to 25 young people there. Uh, for those of you who are worried about the 10 person rule, uh, we separate them. We have a couple people outside. We have 10 people in the storehouse itself, 10 people in the warehouse, and a couple of people in the office to keep the operation going. Uh, so every shift we have to teach a, a whole new group how to how to run the storehouse while uh, while we're away. Uh, these volunteers have been absolutely fantastic. Uh, we've had some uh, President Cannon provided some shift supervisors who've done a wonderful job. Uh, Kelly Lancaster from the Louisville First Ward is one of our shift supervisors. He and his daughter Hannah have literally been at every shift since this started. And I, I'm telling you, they do do a fantastic job. I trust Hannah to do just anything in that uh, in the uh, in the storehouse. Uh, we've also had uh, uh, Nathan Wicker, who was one of our truck drivers, uh, but he's of an age where he can serve in the storehouse. He's been one of our shift supervisors, and he's been an amazing help in putting together. He he su supervises the shift on Thursday. But he's also been very instrumental in making sure that our our families going east and west get what they need. And to give you a little bit of perspective, we used to do our east and west deliveries in bulk. So we would have 
we put all the dairy products together, all the produce together. And then in the in our delivery points, we had volunteers out there who would take it apart and give the different uh, families what they needed. Because of COVID-19, people can't go in the churches anymore. So we have to put their orders together by family, which means if you can imagine you going down to Walmart and getting a two-week supply of food and now put that in boxes and label them all properly along with uh, 80 other families and try to put them on pallets and put them on a truck for delivery. That's what we're doing every Thursday and Friday now at the storehouse. And Nathan Wicker has been instrumental in making sure that that process is working well. Boy, it must take tremendous organization. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. Now, I know that the home storage center is also available, as we mentioned earlier, for both members and non-members of the church to go and, and get food storage items. Have you seen an increase in people there as well? Oh, that one was scary, actually. Um, <laughs> even just before the uh, the stay-in-place orders were put into effect, we had a tremendous increase in the number of orders. We went from maybe five orders a shift to over 60 orders a shift. We had uh, the very first uh, Saturday that, uh, well, the Saturday before all of this started, we had uh, one man come in and literally bought almost everything in the storehouse, probably $25,000, $30,000 worth of inventory for him, his immediate family, for his children, and for their children. So that probably served about 20 families. But he literally cleaned everything out. And that has happened three more times since then. Uh, not one person, but where we have sold everything out of the home storage center. Currently, the church has closed the home storage centers because they need to dedicate all of their trucks to delivering food to the bishop's storehouses. I think there, well, I know there are, there's over 80 of them in the United States and Canada. So making sure that they're well supplied and that we can serve our patrons and that we can get the humanitarian orders out that we need to. They've put all of their trucks and all their personnel into doing that. Makes sense to prioritize. So to be clear, the, the home storage center is actually closed right now until further notice. It is. That's exactly right. If somebody wants to purchase a uh, home storage, they can still do that, but they have to go online and go to the uh, church's online store and they can purchase it online. Uh, but that's that's the only way they can get it currently. And I suspect that that's going to be in place probably for two or three months. I think there's a good lesson to be learned there. The whole idea mm -hmm. be behind home storage, obviously, is to make sure you have the supplies before that need arises. And I'll tell you, if, you tr if you're trying to find those supplies during the emergency, they may not be available. In our case, they're not available anymore. Well, it's quite an operation to run there. Obviously, a lot of work, a lot of coordinating with volunteers, a lot of organization that's required. And uh, you, you mentioned earlier that this is your favorite calling that you've had. Uh, as, you, as you think about that opportunity to serve there and, and help those individuals, is there anything else that you would share uh, that's a highlight for you? I try to share with, uh, I want to make sure that our volunteers understand that what they're doing is sacred. Uh, I don't know uh, where Christ would go if he came to the earth today. Uh, I don't think it'd be the administrative building in Salt Lake. I suspect he would go to his temples first, but I think his next place, the next place he would go would be places like the storehouse where he could help uh, his, his poor followers who, uh, who need the help. 
and uh, it I know that we're serving temporal needs, not uh, strictly spiritual, but it's the most spiritual thing that I've ever done. Uh, and believe me, the people who are coming through, most of the time they're they're very humbled by their circumstances, and these are really, really good people, and I have loved working with them and, and helping them through their, their time of need. Uh, just, just truly wonderful, wonderful people. Occasionally, you'll find somebody who tries to take a little bit of advantage of the system, and I think we're all a little bit jaded towards that. But I'll tell you, 99% of the people we work with are just salt of the earth, salt of the earth, wonderful people who need need our assistance. And I'll tell you, if you ever want to know why you're paying fast offerings, you need to come down to the bishop storehouse sometime and see where it's going. Uh, we give these families; they have the opportunity to. Uh, we have 130 different items. Uh, they're based on need, not want. Uh, these are not things that you would normally buy for your family, probably, uh, but they will get you through a hard time. And uh, boy, I'll, I'll tell you, these the people who are, are who come to the storehouse are true survivors, and they they are coming through some most of the time some very very difficult circumstances in their life. And I love the fact that we're able to help them in their time of need. What a wonderful opportunity for you and and for your wife to be able to serve there. There may be some listening to this podcast that would like to volunteer or like to get involved there. How would somebody do that? They need to contact their bishop. Uh, what we're doing now, because of the, the rules, we can only have about 27 people at the storehouse at any one time. So when we, the volunteer, uh, the bishops are sending us 10 people per shift, and but only 10. They can't. We can't extend that to any more people. Uh, so they need to contact their bishops. And when those wards, when their assignments come up, their bishops can assign them the, the opportunity to volunteer. After this is all over, we always welcome volunteers. One of the, I think one of the most rewarding things you can do as a dad is take your son or daughter to the bishop's storehouse and, and serve on a shift uh, where you can see how the church really works with the poor and needy. Uh, I'm hoping that this will be over fairly soon, uh, but I suspect it'll be two or three more months before people can just walk into the storehouse. But during normal times, we encourage families to come down anytime. We'll find something for them to do, and uh, kids will get to see what's what's really happening in the church and how well organized and what a blessing it is to have the welfare system in the church. Well, I can testify to that as well, John, as I've had opportunities to serve there over many years. And, and you're right. It's always a wonderful, uplifting experience to be there and know that you're making a difference in somebody's life. Well, John, thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. We're very grateful for your time and inspired by your service and your leadership there. And we wish you the very best as we get through the rest of this COVID-19 pandemic. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I hope this inspires people to uh, pay their fast offerings, and, and take the opportunity to serve at the storehouse. This has been a conversation with John Barnard, who serves with his wife as managers of the Carrollton Bishop Storehouse and Home Storage Center. Thanks for listening. I'm Eric Egan.